Mirza Ghulam Ahmad the Promised Messiah and Second Coming has given reasonable clue-slash-arguments from Bible in his book Jesus in India that Jesus did not die on the cross. I will give here one of his arguments. The Gospels contain even more evidence. On this, which I proceed to set below. One of these is the following statement of Jesus. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Matthew 26, 32. This verse clearly shows that Jesus, after he had come out of the sepulchre, went to Galilee and not to heaven. His words after I am risen do not mean coming to life after being dead, rather, Jesus used these words in anticipation of what the people were going to say in the future, because as it turned out, they thought he had died on the cross. And indeed, if a man is put on the cross, with nails driven into his hands and feet, and he faints away for all his suffering, looking more dead than alive, if such a man is saved from his ordeal and recovers his senses, it would hardly be an exaggeration on his part to say that he had come to life again. No doubt, Jesus' escape from such a predicament was no less than a miracle. There is no doubt that after so much suffering, Jesus' escape from death was a miracle, but it would be wrong to say that Jesus had actually died. True, words to this effect are of course found in the Gospels, but this is only the kind of mistake which the evangelists have also made in the recording of several other historical events. In the light of their research, commentators of the Gospels admit that the books of the New Testament can be divided into two parts. I. The religious teaching which the disciples received from Jesus, this constitutes the essence of the teachings of the Gospel. 2. Historical events, like the genealogy of Jesus, his arrest and his being beaten, the existence at the time of a miraculous pond, etc., were recorded by the writers on their own authority. They were not revelations but were written down according to the writer's own perceptions. At places, we find gross exaggerations, for instance, it is stated that if all the miracles and works of Jesus were put into writing, the world would not be big enough to accommodate them. What a hyperbole! On the other hand, it would be quite in keeping with common parlance to describe as death the traumatic shock suffered by Jesus. This kind of expression is almost universal. Whenever a man escapes from such a near-fatal experience, without any hesitation he is considered to have been given a new life. One thing more worth attention is that in the Gospel of Barnabas, which should be available in the London Library, it is written that he was not put on the cross, nor did he die thereupon. We could very well point out that though this book is not included in the Gospels and has been rejected summarily, but there is no doubt that it is an ancient book, and was written at the same time as the other Gospels. Can't we, therefore, view this book as an ancient chronicle and make use of it as an historical document? And can't we conclude from this book that at the time when the event of the cross took place, people were not unanimous as to Jesus having died on the cross? Apart from this, the four Gospels themselves use metaphors describing a dead person as being asleep. It is not far from the point to suppose that coma has been described as death. As I have already mentioned, a prophet never lies. Jesus compared his three days' stay in the tomb to the three days Jonah spent in the belly of the whale. This only shows that just as Jonah remained alive in the belly of the whale for three days, Jesus must also have been alive in the tomb for three days. It must be remembered here that the Jewish tombs in those days were not like the present-day tombs, they were spacious like a room and had an opening at one end covered with a big stone. I shall prove in due course that Jesus' tomb, which has been recently discovered in Srinagar in Kashmir, is exactly similar to the one in which Jesus was placed in a state of swoon. In short, the verse I have just quoted shows that Jesus, after coming out of the sepulchre, went to Galilee. It is written in the Gospel of Mark that after coming out of the sepulchre, Jesus was seen on the road to Galilee, and in due course he met the eleven disciples who were at their meal, he showed them his hands and feet which bore wounds, they thought that he was perhaps a spirit. Then he said to them, It is I myself, 
Touch me and see for a spirit has no flesh and bones as I have. Then he took a piece of broiled fish, and of an honeycomb and ate it before them. See Mark 16:14 and Luke 24 39-42. These verses show that it is certain that Jesus never went to the heavens, rather, he came out of the sepulchre and went to Galilee like a common man, in ordinary clothes and a human body. If he had been resurrected after death, how was it that his spiritual body could still have borne the wounds inflicted upon him on the cross? What need had he to eat? And if he required food then he must be in need of food even now. Page 2124. Click to access Jesus in India.pdf.